Welcome to the Money BS Podcast, where I'm on a mission to get rid of the unhelpful thoughts we've been taught about money. I'm your host, Master Certified Mindset Coach, Belinda Smith. I help my clients make their first dollar and their first million dollars. Y'all ready? Let's do it. Good day. How is it going? Let me adjust this microphone. Who knows if I can still adjust it? All right. I normally, when I'm doing this, I have a microphone propped up. I use one of those Yeti microphones to do this and it's short. (laughs) So I usually have to prop it up. But right now, I think I'm just going to have bad posture and talk to you from that particular situation. How is your day? Well, if you've been following along at home, you know that I tore my ACL. Um, I'm still milking it. You know, if you've heard me, I'm totally milking this because it's an athletic injury and I'm definitely not an athlete. So this is probably one of the only times, hopefully the only time I'll ever have an athletic injury in my life. So I'm just like, oh, poor me. But I went back to physical therapy today. I have an amazing physical therapy team and I am hurting tonight. Poor me. Poor me. It's okay. I had a great, great day. I had a great meeting with my mastermind ladies, and we are really um, kind of zoning in, uh, getting pinpointing the goals that they want to achieve. And I, I was saying to them today, I don't really love the word goal, because I feel like when I hit a goal, then I'm finished. Like, okay, I hit that goal. Now I'm done. And so I prefer to think of it at think of things that I want to accomplish as mile markers. So the example that I use with them is uh, I I live in Nashville and my dad lives in West Virginia. Um, And so when I leave Nashville, there's a set of, I have certain markers that I know I'm getting closer to. I know when I pass that, I'm going to the next thing. When I pass that, I'm going to the next thing. So like when I get to Franklin, Kentucky on I-65, I know that, you know, I'm going to go past it and there's going to be Mammoth Caves and I'm going to go past that exit. And then I'm going to go to Elizabethton, Elizabethton, I think is how you say it. I'm across the bluegrass, but you see what I'm saying? Like, as I get there, I know what has to be done. I kind of done it so many times that I know like when I'm going to have to go to the restroom, when I'm going to have to refuel, I know what it's going to feel like. And every time there's no, it's not an option to stop like, oh, I'm going to get to Lexington, Kentucky, and then I'm just going to stop here. This is it. I'm done. I'm going to stop in Lexington or I'm going to go all the way back home and not, and not finish. I'm just going to go to Lexington for three and a half hours and just come back. None of that is going to happen. I know where I'm going. And I obviously know that when I pass the mile markers, everything is behind me, um, has been accomplished or has has already happened. And then I know what I'm going forward. So when I think about moving forward in my life and my work, I don't think of goals because I think of, um, I think, do I feel like, and this is me, I feel like that goals are the ending point. This comes to me because when I was a kid, I had certain things that I wanted to accomplish in my life. This is what I want to do. I will be happy in my entire life if I have accomplished X, Y, Z. The thing that happened is I accomplished every single one of those goals by the time I was 28 and I was finished. Like, and, but when I was doing that, when I was in the process of going till I was 28, 
it never occurred to me. It's kind of like when I drive home from us from Nashville, it never occurred to me that I would, I would accomplish one thing and it wouldn't go to the next thing. It never accomplished that. I, that I like it never occurred. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. And then it's going to be this. And then it's going to be this. And then it's going to be this. And then, then there we are. The problem with that is I ran out of everything when I was 28. <laughs> My destination had been reached. I didn't know what else to do. And that's a really weird place to be in. Um, as creative people and as dreamers, we, we always think that we're going to end up in a space and that's going to be it. Like, I, when I do this, I will have arrived. It turns out that that's a myth. When you get to where you thought you wanted to be, you realize that you actually did what you said you wanted to do. And now you can't just sit, you can't just stop and be stagnant. Like, I'm not going to do anything else. I'm kind of bored with that. Um, there's something about the personality of the creative, the personality of the dreamer, the personality of someone who wants to make an impact in the world who, that it just requires more. It requires more of us because our brains don't just turn off. I feel like if I stopped dreaming, then I don't know what, the, what would be left. I don't know what would be left of me. Not right of me. Like that wasn't a direction, like left. <laughs> what would remain? Oh, I just cracked myself up. Thanks for hanging with me. So as we are working on our mile markers and kind of looking at the destination to which we're, we want to be, like we want to be at, at this place, we want to have this behind us in six weeks, and we want to see like the next, you know, the next mile marker. And eventually, uh, we're just, you know, we know that once we pass mile marker 196 is going to lead to mile marker 197. You see, like it just goes until there's where we want to be. Now, what I want you to consider is that it was kind of like what, what happened when I was 28. When you get there, there is going to be something else. So at some point, you know, you're having to reevaluate your, your, your ending point. You have to reevaluate it. And for me, it's sort of been both of those examples for me is getting to West Virginia and then getting home. Nothing that I do is going to impede that because that's just what's going to happen. I'm going to go home. Then I'm going to come back home. You, you know, two homes. When it comes to my work, I just keep going. There's no, again, there's no turning around. There's no stopping. But the thing about me is when I, when I had done everything that I wanted to do when I was 28, I really found myself in a weird place where I was like, oh my gosh, I have to set an entire new destination. I, I really have no idea because I was dreaming as big as I knew how, but there was also a limit to what I was allowing myself to dream. So I was allowing myself to think, oh, you know, a girl from, from West Virginia is allowed to do this. A, a, a girl from um, a middle-class blue-collar family is allowed to do this, this, and this. So there was certainly a part of me that was ambitious without question, but there was also a part of me that only dreamt in terms of, what I thought was possible for someone like me. 
what I am going to challenge you to do and what I had to start over with uh, when I hit all the goals and realized I really, here's the truth, I hadn't dreamt big enough. I just haven't dreamt enough. I, I didn't go as far as I needed to go in order to, I, I hadn't actually, I should say, I didn't have enough confidence in myself. Of course, we don't know what we don't know, but I also never sat down to think about what else was possible. And know what else was possible. So what am I supposed to do? So now I am one of the things or a practice that I do so that I know I'm dreaming bigger. And a lot of it has to do with the feeling inside me. If I can feel it, then I know I can do it. So let's think of if I want, I I like to go and stay uh, on a, I'm going to say a beachfront property spend a week there. The, the beach, the, yeah, the shore isn't really crowded. It's just a few people, some quiet time. And I spend a week. So I all, if someone else owns it, I always get to stay there. My publisher's amazing. It's hers. And she lets, she lets me stay there for a week every summer. And that was one of the things that I wanted as part of my songwriting deal. And then one day I began to think, you know what, why did I just dream that I would get a free week at the beach? Why don't, why don't I just, why don't I just become the owner of the place? Why don't, why don't I just own it? And so that's something that, that was a really good example for me to go, oh, I was dreaming too small. If I wanted that, I could, I could have it. I could own that. So as you are starting to look at your, your, the things that you want to do, the things that you want to accomplish, number one, let me just go ahead and let you in on a secret. You're not ever going to get there. <laughs> Sorry, that is the it's the news that you've probably been waiting for. You are never going to reach your destination. When you reach the destination, you're going to realize that you're still traveling. It's like, oh my gosh, this isn't enough. I bet I could do one more thing. I bet I could accomplish that. I bet I could do just, mm, but now I've done this. So maybe what about that? That is the nature of the creative. That is the nature of the dreamer. I want you to consider the next three things in terms of what you can do to really sink into dreaming bigger. Okay. I believe that we all kind of have things that we'd love to accomplish. You know, a lot of people talk about, I want to write a book. That's like one of the the main things that people, I hear people doing, everyone wants to write a book. Uh, Seems like small percentage of people I know really follow through with that, but I would say probably 80% 80 of the people that I know would secretly, secretly like to write a book. Okay. So let's say you sit down and write the book and that is number the one, number one step that I think it's in terms of making sure that you're dreaming bigger than you think you are, or than you are dreaming bigger than you are dreaming. Identify the dream that lights you up. I'm just using the book as an example because I feel like it's fairly relatable. When you do that as part of this number one step, you identify that and then write it out. Now you, y'all know I'm a fan of pen to paper, but write it out. This is what it looks like. This is what I see the cover as. This is where I see it on the shelf, or this is what I see it on on the, how I see it looking on the internet sales page. This is it. I see a photo of myself, happy, smiling. I see a picture of a frog on front. That's a shout out to my friend, Leah who has a book with a frog, a frog on the front of it. It's a great book, Leah Campbell. Check it out. Uh, okay. And then um, if you write it out and you feel it, 
It's like picture it, you write it all out. But the thing is, like, if I think about doing that, I've, I have a novel that I've been working on just a little bit here and there. When I think about having the novel complete, it like absolutely, it, it tickles me to death. I'm just like, oh, this is so amazing. Like I would have a novel and people could ask for my autograph and I would sign it on the, the credit page or the first page. And then they would probably never read it, but I really wouldn't want to, really wouldn't want to care. I really wouldn't care because then it would just be on their shelf. And I would have, I would have, signed it. This is like my thing. Okay. It makes me so happy just to think, oh my gosh, I would have written a book. Number two though, why do I stop with having written a book? Why can't I dream bigger than that? So the next thing you want to do is now you know, identify the thing that lights you up and then go bigger. How do you go bigger? Oh, wait, you're going to put pen to page again, pen to paper. And when you look at what you wrote out at the beginning, like this would be amazing if I, if I hit this, if I wrote the book now to, to dream even bigger, look around what seems so amazing and incredible about writing a book and what even goes farther than that. One of the first things that comes to my mind is that someone buys the rights to my book and decides to, to do a movie about it. You know, what goes past that, that they do the movie, they do a really good job on it and it becomes an Oscar nominee. Beyond that, I win the stinking Oscar and then I'm an Oscar winning, um, whatever I am. (laughs) Do you see, you see how that got so much bigger. Most of the time we're like, oh my gosh, I would just be so happy if I just wrote a book and it got on a shelf. No, no. I mean, of course we're grateful for every single thing along the way and we celebrate those things, but it's, is when we go bigger and we keep going and we just sit in that and we're like little kids and we're just like, Oh my gosh, this is, this is so going to happen rather than feeling like, Oh, I'm just happy to be nominated. Heck no. I mean, I'm happy to be nominated, but I'm really going to be happy when I win. Okay. Just right. Going bigger. And then you put it in your office, you put it in your car, you you do a sticky note, you put it wherever you want so that you can see it daily. Dream my biggest possible dream. That's dreaming big enough. Biggest possible, most impossible thing that you can even imagine. That is when you're dreaming big enough. When it's like, oh, I could probably do that. Uh, And then you're like, huh, well, I can do more. Isn't that something? So I'm going to talk to you like now I've gone from the creatives. Let's talk about to the business humans, the business humans out there, my lovely entrepreneurs, each and every one. Suppose so many of you tell me I would be happy if I could just make a hundred thousand dollars in my business and even less or even more of you say, I would be happy if I could just make 50,000. Yes, I know, Belinda, I'm talking about money of some people. Oh, I just want to serve. Of course you want to serve that you wouldn't be in this, in this, you know, in, in whatever you want to do, if you didn't want to serve, if you didn't want to be part of it. Remember, I always think of this as partnerships. When we work, uh, I will bring my talents to you and you will, in return, you will provide this for me. It's always a partnership. Never, ever, ever get into, oh, I work for you and you control my destiny. If you get into that, you've got some thought management stuff to do, uh, book, book a call with me and we can work through it. But when you work or when you're building a business, you are in partnership with that. Okay. So 
or, or having a business. I just want to make $50,000. You want, no, you don't. No, you don't. Like if you hit 50,000, then you're going to be like, well, so-and-so makes 150, a hundred thousand. So-and-so makes a million. What, you know, you're, well, what if I could just make 55,000? I'm telling you right now, you think you'll be satisfied and then you'll get an itch. You want to do a little bit more. Okay. hundred thousand. Well, what about, what if I just want to try for 125? I mean, what's the big deal? I made it to a hundred. Surely I can get another 25,000. You've got your dream right now. Let's say your dream is 50,000. 50,000 a year just from your ideas. Isn't that crazy? You can make $50,000 a year just from the ideas that in your that are in your brain. You have an idea and you implement. Idea, implement, idea, implement. But what if you just dreamt so big in your net in, in step number 2? What if you dreamt like this is absurd. I don't even know why I'm why I'm putting this down. I don't know, but I just want to see it. I want to see it on the page. I want to feel what would it be like? Okay. Say, um, you want to have a yacht that you can travel all over the Mediterranean coast with. You want to have that. Or, oh, I would love to be on a cruise like that. I have some friends who are going, I believe it's a Viking cruise and they do all kinds of, um, trips through Europe. Okay, great. But what if you wanted to own the boat? What if you just, what if that was yours? There's a cruise ship that's actually a very exclusive cruise ship. I can't remember what it's called, but a friend of mine used to work, work for them. And she worked in HR, um, primo service. Some of the richest people we know, or we've heard of have like a, think of it like a condo, I guess on the boat, the just it's, it's, and, and I, from way I, the way I understand it, it goes around the globe once a year. So you can pick, you can like, pop on when you want, get off when you want. It's, you can do it the whole year. You can just live there or you can use it as a vacation place. Okay. So what if you want to do that? What if you don't want to own your own vessel, (laughs) your own water vessel, but you want the most expensive um, experience with that? Okay. Put that down. Who cares? These are dreams. These are like, oh, that could be a mile marker. I could actually get there. What if I, what if I just go one further? You know, I want to own my own car. Like, oh, when I was graduating from college, because I mean, I think my allowance was like 30 bucks a month. I think that's what, what we were able, I was able to get $30 a month for extra money in college. I know y'all just about fell out of your chair, right? 30 bucks a month. All I wanted to do when I graduated from college was pay full price. If you drug me to a sale, I was going to be, I just wasn't going to buy anything. I was so tired of trying to find stuff on sale, saving money from one month to the next. No, uh, uh-uh. nope. I was paying full price and I was not asking permission. And if you offered me a percentage off, nope, I was paying the whole thing because I could. <laughs> that was dreaming bigger or dreaming big enough. You know, now it's like, oh gosh, yes, I'll take a sale. I'm not, I'm not too proud to save money. That's like money running through the streets to find me. Here's a coupon. You could keep more. But at the end of this, write it down where and keep it where you can see it. Even if you write, if you have three or four pages and you put it in an envelope and you keep it in your, in your car, you keep it in your purse, you keep it on your, on your bathroom, uh, vanity kitchen behind the cop, write it down and know that it is there. It is there to remind you to dream bigger, dream bigger. Isn't that sound like fun? Just sounds like fun to me. There's also a book that I want to recommend. I believe it was published in about 2001. 
It's called Write It Down and Make It Happen. Let me see if I can pull it up for you. Yes, Write It Down, Make It Happen. It actually looks like it's still in print. You can get it from a used bookstore. Um, It is by Henriette Ann Klauser. H-E, you know what, I'll just link it. Write it down, make it happen, knowing what you want and getting it. It's in paperback. Yeah, January 3rd, 2001. This is one of the most important books that I have read in all the self-help, in all my business, and everything in my life, writing it down and making it happen. I would love if you would support this and actually, you know, grab it from, from, if you have an independent bookstore, grab it from them. Of course it is on Amazon. Feel free. Let's see. It's like, I don't know how much it is here. Just get it. I don't know. Support the author. Love this book is still on my shelf all this time later. I highly recommend it. And then, you know what? If you have any questions about how you can dream bigger, if you have any questions about what would take you to another level with what you're thinking, but you know, do you, can you even possibly dream bigger? You know, book a call with me. Let's discuss it. It's so interesting because people will tell me like, like, okay, I think I could do this. And I'm like, Oh, and you can do this and you can do that. And you can do this and that. And it's like going further again. That's why we have coaches. That's why we have people on our team, people who can reflect back what you want. And then people can and, and help you go to the next level. My coach is definitely uh, challenged me to places that I didn't think I would ever get. And again, she forces me to dream bigger. She reminds me to dream bigger. And that's what I wanted to do for you today as well. Okay. I look forward to talking to you next time. And in the meantime, you know, I'd love it if you uh, sent me a DM, let me know, like, what's the big dream? What do you want to do? Yeah. And then it's out fun. All right. I'll talk to you on the next one and have a very good and safe day. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. I'd love it if you'd invite your friends to listen in. Remember, it's not about the money. It's about the mindset. If you could use some personalized support around this area of your life, I do have some limited number of openings and I'd love to talk to you and see if we're a fit. The link to book a chat is in the show notes. Also, please go to iTunes and leave me a five-star review. Y'all know that every star counts. All right, I'll see you next time.